Good morning, good evening, good night. Yeah. Welcome to the show, what a wonderful delight. Uh. Yeah, Patsy and T Ross, better chop up on the mic. Just sit back, have a laugh, catch a vibe, and enjoy the ride. Yeah. <laughs> no it's been a while man it's been a it, super long time how our last episode was september i think i looked it up it was like the september start of, of september. what 2022 oh, no. yeah 21 no, no 22 it's been 22. four four or five months man it and seems a lot, lot longer than that a lot has changed i mean you're on a different team i'm hanging on for dear life <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, there's, there's been a lot of changes. And we start with you first. I mean, getting bought out by the Magic, now you're on the Suns. Yeah. It's been a complete change of scenery for you. No, for sure. Uh, I mean, I guess we all kind of knew my time in Orlando was kind of coming to an end. And just, there. I mean, I knew that at some point. Especially if I didn't get traded, I was like, I'm gonna get a buyout. Like, there's no point of just waiting. But it seemed like you know, that just, every year, though, at trade deadline, yeah, was like, for is sure. You getting traded? Are you getting bought but this out? This year, but this year, I was like, I don't for care sure. what happens. But I was like, it's this. I'm a lot older, and but yeah, I mean, it worked out, man. I almost ended up going to Dallas before you know, right at the end. James came and swooped me out, and um, yeah. So I mean, it all worked out. Um, yeah, man, I'm here in Phoenix right now. Currently, you come up to visit a few times, so yeah, um, no, but it, it's and like we kind of chatted about it in person just the difference between Orlando and then like going from a team that you're the oldest person to now a team where it's like everyone's just as old as you are, or older, yeah, and like Hall of Famers. Not saying that there couldn't be potential future Hall of Famers on Orlando, but just like guys that are so well known, and it's just got to be completely different. Yeah, no, I mean, bro, it's it's crazy because this is my 11th season, just finished my 11th season, and I've only been on three teams, so I kind of feel, in a, in a sense, like I haven't seen a lot of the NBA still. Um, in Toronto, I was with a good group of guys, like, you know, I had DeMar and Kyle, um, but, like, we just were, like, we were still kind of young and up and coming, and... It just wasn't the same. It wasn't the same vibe. And um, I ended up getting traded to Orlando. And then Orlando was completely, completely different. At first, when I got there, there was guys, you know, similar to my age. But, um, you know, as, as that kept going on, we just went totally in the rebuild direction. And yeah. so that just made the team incredibly young, draft picks, all that type of stuff. So, yeah, it's crazy how you can go from being in that type of environment for so long. And then, you know, it seems like overnight, I mean, clearly not, but it seems like overnight, like you can find yourself in a completely different situation. And it's weird because it's, it's, I know a lot of these guys and I played against, you know, majority of these guys for a long time, but it just feels like, you know, kind of like going to a different school in the same district. Yeah. Like it doesn't feel too weird. Um, yeah. Especially, you know, having like a few potential Hall of Famers on the team, but it's, it's cool, man. Um, it's a completely different feel. 
it feels like um, I went from elementary to, to, yeah. <laughs> to middle school or high school or something. This like, you know, the level of maturity is just different. I don't want to say it's like in a derogatory sense to, you know, like yeah. younger guys in Orlando, but it's just, you know, guys at 22 think different than guys who were, you know, in their mid to late 20s. Early I mean, 30s. you went through that too. Like when you're in Toronto, I mean, you had a totally different mindset. Absolutely, absolutely. Than, like, that's you have now. Yeah. No, absolutely. That's how it goes. So, um, just to find myself on a team that's kind of, you know, a little older in that sense is is super cool. It's a change of pace, palate cleanser for sure. Um, I mean, it, but it's been fun though. It's yeah, been fun. It, it is crazy to think like because the NBA, there's only so many guys in the NBA. It's not mm-hmm. you know, there's only a certain amount of teams, thirty teams. And what, 15 guys max on a team? Yeah. And there's not a lot of turnover in the NBA. So like you said, Mm -hmm. it's like transferring schools inside the same school district. Like you've been playing against these guys forever. Forever. Yeah, it's not like you don't know them. Like, But that's that's the cool thing, though, like especially like playing with KD and and CP. It's like I played against those guys for a better part of a decade now. But they've both been, you know, primarily in the West. So it's like I don't really get to see them that many times throughout the year so being on their team and just you know seeing how you know they approach the game and how they you know they work every day and just seeing their routine is dope it's like you know because you i've seen you know, a few guys with never at this level yeah and never like this caliber of player so um, it's been definitely crazy to see i know kd's been out you know for a little bit of that that part when he got here but just seeing him in the games that he has played bro it's amazing to see his his level of skill and his ability to to make things happen on the court, like his shot making ability, his scoring. I mean, it's like. I mean, it's once a lifetime. It's like once a lifetime person you're going to see. It's a generational talent. And it's crazy because, like like I said, I've seen him. I've played against him when he's had 50 before. And you see that every now and then. But, like, you don't think about it too long because you just got to move on to the next game and you move on Yeah, play other players and whatnot. But it's crazy seeing this guy. He, he really does that all the time. Like he yeah. really play. Like well, he doesn't miss. He's he's automatic. Yeah. And it's like the games watching him on TV doesn't like do it the same uh-huh. as watching him in person because it just looks so much more incredibly difficult when he's trying to score over two players than it does when he's just you know when he's on TV. It almost seems like a TV show. It doesn't seem real, but you know, seeing him and Book and CP all do their thing, bro, is is definitely you know something I'll always remember. Well, we talked about it too. Like he's like your locker mate, like yeah. right next to Kevin. Yeah, and like you get experience him every day. We're always asking, like, what does Kevin Durant do? Yeah, everybody's like, how's Kenny? What is he like? What is he like? What does he do? And you're like, he's just basketball. Like, yeah, it's like twenty four seven basketball. Like he just loves the sport and he's always yeah. trying to find ways to get better. I mean, but that's usually how the great ones are, though. You have um, to be. I mean, yeah, they just it's kind of like it's not something that they're just like, oh, I have to be good. I have to. It's almost like a Kind of like how Jordan was. It's almost like a like a sickness, like a like a yeah. rash you can't get rid of. Like it's obsessed. it's just yeah, you're obsessed with it, and then just kind of you kind of see how that is. Like you see, like I'm walking to I don't know, I see you know Katie just watching film on his phone or watching other games and keeping up with everything going on, you know, league wise. Or same with like CP and book. Like when they, when everybody gets to the gym, like the first thing we're talking about in the locker room is like who played the night before. You know, who's here, who's doing what, what's going on in the league. So it's like you definitely get the sense of, like, uh, these guys, they really want to win. Like, they really – it's just, like, you know, a different culture here. So it's it's super dope being a part of that and just vibing with that and kind of fitting in. But um, it's, it's been cool, bro. Yeah, because 
even when you're younger, like going from a team like Orlando, I can imagine like you're young, you're living your life. Like you're not like, that's mm -hmm. not, that's not really, I can't imagine the locker room being like that. Like, oh, look at this person. Like, obviously you guys watch basketball. Whatever, yeah, for but sure. We, we catch whatever we catch. Yeah, you catch what you catch, but you have so much going on in your life at such a young age because you're so like new to it that yeah. now yeah. it's like a common goal and everyone's just kind of locked into their role. They've been doing it for 15, 16 years. Like, yeah. It's 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 a it's I'm just a different yeah it's just a different feel, bro. I can't explain it because it's like we're playing the same game. We have the same type of similar routines, like the same schedules, but it's just a completely different feel, different environment. So I yeah, don't know, man, it's it's dope. That's um, crazy. I well, I had a chance in the I had a chance to shoot the KD nine commercial with him. Mm. And that, and I had a chance just to be on the court with him for a few hours, shooting a commercial, and like just seeing him up close and personal. Like we we're just playing like one on one or shooting. It's just like, dude. No, I, I know exactly what commercial you're, you're talking about too. Because I've when I saw it, I was, as soon as I saw it when it came out, I was like, I didn't know that you were in it. Yeah, and I was like, that's not Steven, is it? I was like, that's Patrick. <laughs> and it's weird because it was I'm just so like you pale. got you got crossed over <laughs> yeah, into it, like dust. Yeah, and it then, does. Yeah, and then you did. He just dumped on you, and then it was just like a shoe out there. I was just well, like, I don't think it was so. That. It was so funny. Rest in peace, Aaron Cowan. He's the one that hooked yeah. it up. He used to hook up all the Portland guys with uh, commercials, like LeBron, like with LeBron. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of guys had been doing them. But it was funny because we were sitting with the director, like, okay, what move does KD like to do before he got out there? The day before, we should, like mm -hmm. walked through it all, and I was like, oh, well, he likes to get that little hezzy in and out, and. Eh. <laughs> like, he already exactly, got everything. Y'all got the yeah. whole blueprint yeah. already. Well, and yeah. then he comes in and he's just a pro at it. He just, just cooking us. And then, but he was super cool because he stayed around and shot. Like yeah. we were out there for like six hours shooting. And he was just, he just loved hoops. Just chilling. Yeah. Just oh, as long as he has a ball, he's fine. You see yeah. him every time out, bro. Like every time yeah. out, he goes and grabs a ball and he'll start shooting around. So it's just like, that's yeah. insane. And now you guys are moving into the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Like that's quickly here. Like wait, what is that? Today's, no, no, Tuesday, I know. We play what Thursday? You play Thursday, I think. No, Thursday? No way. The it has to be like Sunday today. or Monday. Yeah. Oh, okay. And you got the so Clippers, yeah, the right? Plans, yeah, we got the we got the plans. I know we got like three or four days of practice. Yeah. Before we go into it, actually. So, nah, man. Playoffs are, are, are here. It's my first time being in the West, and then yeah, now going true. into the Western Conference playoffs is 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 going to be exciting. Um, well, different, and, and, different feel. Yeah, and like you now, you're it's such a different feel because it's like it's you're a true contender for a title. I'm on the this is the best team I've been on going into the playoffs, yes. And I think my entire I, career, yeah. And so, it, it's a different feel than like when you're on Toronto, it's like, hey, we're trying to make something happen. Yeah. Orlando, you guys are like first time making the just playoffs, trying to get to so the playoffs, long, yeah. just win a game in the playoffs, yeah. That, that's now it's, that's a crazy feel because yeah. even now like that's that's the thing like we were getting to the playoffs we were just trying to make as much noise as we could like now it's like we're being looked at as a team that has all the pieces to get it done so it's like how do we maximize that how do we get everything we need to going forward especially with the team that just got put together you know kind of yeah it was kind of recent so um it's going to be it's going to be challenging. It's going to be fun, but I, I expect it to be that way just because it's the playoffs. It's not going to be easy, man. You're, it's a you got to win at least 16 games. So it is going to be a grind. It is going to be a war because just look how the, the Western Conference just went throughout the entire season. I can't imagine what the playoffs are going to be like. It was so close just up until the last game. So, you know, going to the playoffs could be a completely different animal. So, yeah. It, 
And just starting off, I mean, you guys got the Clippers, correct? Am I correct with that? Yeah, we got the Clips. And have you guys played them recently? I can't remember. Yeah, we played them to in the game. They they beat us to get that spot. But, but I, yeah. was everybody playing though? Yeah, Kawhi Kawhi is playing. Only yeah. I wasn't playing with PG. And the, there is some news that he might it, be out for. Yeah, I mean, he might be out for some of the first games. Yeah. Um, he said the first. I don't know, but I definitely saw that he was he was going to be hurt. I'm not going to be. He was going to be out. Yeah. So, yeah. But that should be an interesting matchup. I mean, you got. I mean, you guys locked up the home court, which is very big for that yeah, to get in the time. first spot. Um, mm-hmm. But you're playing against two guys that are veterans, and you know potentially Paul George and then Kawhi, and then you know the rest of their team as well. I mean, they got they got players. I mean Kawhi. I mean Kawhi is like. Winning the title, like it's gonna be, it's gonna be what, a battle. What man. does Kawhi have that KD doesn't? No, no, I know. Two final MVPs, like I mean, no, for sure, for sure. It's but it's, I, bro, we we I think however it goes, we're confident. I think it's more so people are worried about running to us. Oh, 100 percent. That's cool, but I think we're looking at it as like, all right, we have what it takes to get there. I don't care who we play. Just play your game. Just play, just play the way we're supposed to play, and it's gonna, it's gonna come out. Like, and and look how we ended the season, bro. Besides the last two games, we went, we went on like a seven game winning streak. So we were starting to get into that rhythm, that grew, that pace. So as long as we can just carry that, and then build on it, I mean, that gives us a good shot to to do good things. Yeah, I mean, watching and watching you guys, like obviously being able to watch D book and then like KD play those two <laughs> games, like, yeah. It's just the potential crazy. of what could happen and what we can be capable of is Oh yeah. Amazing. I mean two of the top scorers. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's the thing, bro. Like being in the being in the East, you don't get to see a lot of these guys play on a like no. a night in, night out basis. So seeing Book play is crazy too, bro. Like his shot making ability <laughs> is elite, bro. I mean, like when it comes to two guards, this is the prototypical guard that you would want to create. Like this is like for a two guard. He, he has is, some of that Kobe-esque fadeaway stuff that's bro, unbelievable. He can, unbelievable. Shot, he can shoot from anywhere. super high up. He can shoot from anywhere. He can also get to the – he can dunk. He can get to the hoop. He can finish with left hand. He's very good finishing around the hoop. That's one thing I noticed, full speed or whatever, bro. If he's He has a full head of speed. He can finesse it, and he has enough touch just to put it on the rim and just let it drop in. That's very hard and underrated. I don't think people understand how hard that is. Like, his touch shots – are unreal, right? He does this thing in, in warm-ups where he runs like <laughs> up to like the, the restricted circle and then shoots like a moonshot like to the shot clock, bro. And he just it just drops in every single time. Crazy. It's insane. It's insane. The amount. I mean, yeah, I mean it's been a crazy few months for you. And then on top of it, it's been a crazy few months for me as well. Yeah. I mean, there's kind of some of the reason why we kind of stopped the podcast. I was going through some health stuff, which was very unexpected. Um, yes. <laughs> very unexpected. But uh, yeah, I ended up getting diagnosed with thyroid cancer. As you can see, the scar is. You really pain. can't see the scar. It's, 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 you, it's you really can't. You really can't see. It just looks like he has like. Looks like I'm a. Kind of like rolls or something. <laughs> no, nah, it's not too bad. But yeah, no, you for sure have been dealing with this for a while. Um, yeah. So it was nuts. I mean, I got diagnosed. Um, I think it was in August. It was after we got back from New York, actually, because we yeah. went to Rage Against the Machine in New York. Yeah. Um, I had some tests done. It ran, runs in the family. 
ended up being thyroid cancer, which is crazy to think, oh, cancer, you know, it's scary, all that. I ended up getting my thyroid removed along with a bunch of lymph nodes um, and they got rid of everything. I got a checkup coming on Monday, which is nice to see kind of a six month thing. Yeah, to see how it progressed. But it was scary and it was a crazy time. I mean, having like a three hour surgery and then you wake up and it's been seven and a half and you're like, what happened? Why did it take so long? You know, I couldn't move for about three weeks. I was in bed just like a board. Just I and what did it feel like? So what were you what were you feeling before all of this before you went to go get checked up? Because I know that you said you you always used yeah. to complain about like, oh, I'm you yeah. feeling like I, tired. I, and- yeah, I had so I, I was having some issues. Um and I was going in and they're just they just weren't finding anything. It was like, oh, everything's fine. Like I thought my heart was like racing. I'm like, is there something wrong with my heart? Nothing, nothing. So, wait, um, so what were the symptoms though? Like, what were some of the things you're having? Shortness of uh, breath? Yeah, kind of just like I'm feeling weird, man. Just having this Gee. weird feeling, vision, like vision, almost feeling like I'm passing out. Yeah. Um, and my heart was the thing that was really bothering me. I was like, what's going on? And then I just had a salivary gland that swelled up and it was getting blocked mm. by something else. And that's what caused everything to happen. I, yeah. I got a CT scan and they caught my nodule on my thyroid. And so when they caught my nodule on my thyroid, they were like, oh yeah, salivary gland stones, like that's nothing. Like that's just, we can get that out of there. That'll pass by itself. But they're like, the more serious thing is the nodule. And I was like, oh shoot. And my sister had just went through it. Mm-hmm. And so it just kind of sped up the process. But then, you know, getting all the tests done, finding out, you know, it's in cancer on both sides of my thyroid and then the cancer was in my lymph nodes and so getting like 50 lymph nodes removed along with that it's just taking a long time for the healing process and it was yeah it was it was wild man my neck was, it was it's still sore but like it was bad for about two months three months like just yeah can't just move and just too much yeah no, I just, remember bro you always used to complain about like oh I'm tired I'm tired I'm like damn bro it's like because you always say I'll go golf and then after golfing you're like Rocky I'm just like I'm super bro. That's sleep, yeah, but then, like, once you start like realizing like what your thyroid like, does and how does, it regulates your body, regulates body like heart rate, it regulates mm-hmm. a lot of those things, and like even vision and things like that, it's all tied to regulating it. So it kind of made sense. It's like I was having these problems for a while, and the crazy thing is, is that thyroid cancer it progresses very slowly, so it's like. I could yeah. have had it for like 10 years. For, for a long time before you got not even, really not serious. No, until I not yeah. even know. And that's what like my doctor was saying. is like, oh, the salivary gland stones, they like kind of saved your life in a sense. Because it's like, yeah. I could have kept going on and not had that. Five idea. years and just, yeah. Because even like when it comes to girls and guys, like like my sister, hers was not as serious as mine. And she could like feel a swollen neck. Like mine was never yeah. like that. Like mine was way smaller, but it was just more cancer. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Like how that, and it's like, I could have, I could have gone on for 10 more years before I probably had something. Really got checked out yeah. for sure. And Dang. so it's crazy, but it's also, it's also one of the most curable cancers. So it's, it's definitely in a good spot. And yeah, yeah, bro, it was a wild time. Wild time. Absolutely. Yeah. It's crazy. My mom has, um, she had thyroid problems. I think like Hashimoto's or something similar. Weren't you telling me that she would pass out and stuff? Bro, no, she had, she had, she, yeah, no, she used to have like fainting spells. She used yeah. to get like kind of very like fatigued and lethargic yeah. and like lightheaded. But then she'd also have like very strange symptoms. Like I remember as a kid, bro, like her palms, like her skin was kind of like peeling. And she was like taking off like these little layers of like skin. It's like, you know, how you, you know, maybe. When you get like a hangnail or something like little skin yeah. like that, it's like on her palms are, are like kind of coming off and flaking off. And she was like, I don't know what's wrong and this and that. 
And I remember her going to the doctor and talking about it and saying, oh, it was my thyroid. So I was, since a little kid, I always been like conscious of like, oh, people, what a thyroid does and what it is. So well, it, I don't know, it's definitely, but it's common though. It's almost like, well, well, so that's common. what I was saying. So like when I was doing research on it, it's like 60% of people have a nodule on their thyroid. Mm-hmm. But it's just the fact that is it benign or is it cancerous? Mm-hmm. So it's not. It's it's very very common. But they still like don't know. It's crazy how things like that can be so common and like so curable. But they still don't know like how it's caused. Yeah. Like they don't know like it's genetics. It's uh, in my happens. family. But you know what I mean. Like they don't know. That it's crazy how you know maybe Chat GPT can figure it out. Get some Chat GPT, bro. Speaking of that, I mean that's something new that's happened since we have. Stop talking like the whole AI thing right now is, AI going, is, in, is going crazy. It's becoming very, it's becoming dangerous. And I'm starting to see why, you know, Musk was kind of like, hey, man, this could get out of control. If you guys don't do something about it. Because, like, remember a few months ago when everybody was doing that little filter on TikTok? It was like, oh, turn your face into like an yeah, AI yeah. thing. And it was like, it will come up with a sketch. It'll be kind of weird looking, like a weird Picasso type painting. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, it's kind of off. Since then, that was like maybe four or five months ago. But like since then, bro, people now can use AI to make it look like Donald Trump is running through the streets about to get arrested. Because like people really thought that that was a oh yeah real picture. So like I can't imagine <laughs> just in the next four or five years like how they could use AI to manipulate us, to deceive us, to help us, to do whatever it is. And it's crazy because even on TikTok now, I'm seeing AI deep voice fakes. Of oh, like, man. I mean, that's and, and one thing is, yeah, and there's one thing that's going on is like, uh, they're using artist voice to like cover other songs. So like, they're using a lot of dead artists like XXX and and Juice World to like cover, yeah, Kanye West songs or Drake songs, and it sounds identical. Yes. So I'm just like, bro, it's, it's going to be hard to know who you're talking to in the future, and that's that's scary. Well, and we've been seeing that slowly, like with those holograms and people being able to make songs after they're dead, and like now it's like so advanced, like. It's crazy. And that's the crazy thing. Like even like Instagram, you'll see pictures and it'll just be all AI. They're like, these are fake. Yeah. And it looks like people at a party. It looks like it looks like normal like it, that's people. Like terrifying. it's scary. It's scary that's terrifying. You won't know what's real and not. And is AI I know AI is such a vague term. Like we throw AI out there like it's just like, oh, it's, it's yeah, it's a robot. But like, is it one collective brain or is it just like is it people kind of making like their own different oh yeah it's like different versions of ai that do different things I, I, yeah, or is it just I, like I is it all so. at some point going to get connected and it's going to be like okay now that we're all here together we're going to destroy we're conscious, everything let's let's uh let's reorganize the world well, I hope it doesn't scary, that. yeah well that's the scary part is like what it, if it gets its own like <sighs> like we're inputting all this stuff into it and it's spinning it out like Watching Chat GPT, like people are passing, like doing school with it, doing all these things with it, asking it, it's passing some of the highest exams. Oh, <laughs> and, and it's like, it's like, what do we what, need? People, like, it's like, what do we, it's almost taking the our ability to learn away almost. Like, we're not going to be able to. I mean, I wish this is like, I can't imagine being in school now. It's just like, you're not, bro, you don't, you're not really going to know anything. I was going through Spark Notes, trying to figure out what, what book I was supposed to read. Now I'm trying to like, skim through pages by threes, just skimming over books because it's three days until the freaking thing is done. I'm just like, um, I think this is what it means. Let me go to Google 15 years ago, which is like, it's not the, it's yeah. just not the same. No, it's bro. not the same. It's not the same. Nowadays compared to 
you can you can literally just go and ask Google a question, and it will just come back with the yeah, most whatever. common fucking answer. But yeah, I don't know, man. Now you got people Times are big, changing. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's definitely weird for the schooling aspect of like learning and like. Yeah, how are, how how, how can you yeah they're going to create something that's going to be able to detect if it's an AI teachers, but it's like yeah <laughs> straight AI teaching like that would probably mainstream a lot of things I mean it's it's scary though because it's like it's going towards that robotic world in general like with everything facts. like just, jobs anything is like people are like oh we can just have robots do it they do it faster they won't stop they'll do it all night long like, it's weird because it's like how lazy do we want to get before like we're used like we're well, you know? and it's and it's going to be one of those things where it's really going to separate like the work the upper class yeah. from the lower class because it's like there's not going to be job like it's not going to mm-hmm. be as much jobs and it's like okay you got all these people that are owning all the robots doing all the work I mean, and the rest yeah, yeah you got to just work at one of those companies that maintenances the irobots no exactly no exactly it's going to turn into stuff like that and it, it makes you think of irobot which is nuts Gas cars. I mean, I was seeing something like the other There's day. No more like, gas cars. Well, that's what that. That's what like. And it kind of reminds me of iRobot when he's driving his motorcycle. His, his, gas. His, oh yeah, yeah. He was tripping. Yeah, tripping yeah, that. yeah. And it's like, so, so at some point, yeah. these gas cars are going to be so valuable because there's going to be none of them. It's going to be. Nuts. So when I even when I bought my car, it's a yeah. V12, and I remember the the like the dude was like, yeah, it's like there's. This is the last version of a V12 that like the Bentleys or any other cars are going to make because they're trying to go electric. Everything's going electric. So like now bigger engines are going to be kind of going out of style. And if you have it, hold on to it because it will turn into a relic, especially if it's a nicer car, because after a while, man, everything's going to be hybrid or everything's going to be just completely electric. Yeah. So I, 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 didn't, think, I didn't think we'd be here. I, I thought stuff like this would happen i thought ai would start to advance i thought cars would be electric and flying but i thought all that would be like when i was like 50 or 60 not so much like now it is a little concerning not concerning but it's just time it's different yeah and well they like a lamborghini just came out their electric like lambo now and then, like, did you see? And I think it was, uh, it was in Europe somewhere. The road that recharges your car on the road. That really, really made me think of like iRobot. Yeah, they're building a highway that you drive on, and it recharges as you drive on it. You're thinking of iRobot way too much. I get it. That's the point of reference. But, but it that, is. But it's like, do you know what I'm saying? Though it's like crazy. Like, oh, you can just drive on this road forever. Like, it's just gonna keep recharging my car. Like, it's insane. We're gonna be on tracks eventually, and it's just gonna be flying around at like. Speaking of tracks, you see the bullet train, and um, in was it China, China or Japan? I mean, both of them have them. I mean, Japan no, has a this, ton of bullet trains. This train, but this train, it's so fast, bro, that like it doesn't even they they use like some gravitational something to like to keep the train literally off the track. So the train just hovers on the track. It's going damn near Mach 2 and it's not even touching the freaking ground and it's bro it is faster than like the speed of sound I think holy smokes okay world's fastest bullet train crazy where is it Japan China Japan Japan 600 miles an hour 600 miles an hour bro is it, it can travel like a mile oh wait, in hold like on, 11 hold seconds hold on, hold on, hold on. 375 miles per hour 
600 kilometers per hour. Kilometer, oh, I about to say. Holy that God. doesn't matter. 375? On a train? This is much faster than the trains already operating in Shanghai and South Korea that run around 268 miles an hour. <laughs> Bro, I saw That's a video. Insane. That's insane. I saw the video of a dude standing like a mile away from this the is tunnel. And you could see like vaguely in the distance, just like a flimmer of light. And then this thing comes out of the tunnel. And then from time it comes out of the tunnel to the, where the guy is standing, bro, maybe two and a half seconds. And that thing is just moving. And then like it goes past him and the dude doesn't even realize it until like it's halfway gone. And then just the wind knocks him on his ass. Well, it's just like it's like yeah, it's like when those planes that fly by and you don't even hear them, and then they oh yeah, like it's like a thunderstorm just. just No, absolutely, that shit is crazy, and I kind of want to experience it. I don't know, it's in Japan. Yeah, I'm just saying, boys trip in Japan. Let's take the let's take the train. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird that we don't have any advancements in the train industry in the United States. Like, Mm. there it has to do with money though. And it has to do with flights and things along those lines. Because, like, yeah. think about it. If there was, like, a cheaper way to travel at that speed across the country, like, you could get, you could move fast. I mean, I, I know mm-hmm. planes go way faster, but it's, like, you could take a cheaper route. Like, going from, yeah. like, if there was a bullet train from, like, where I'm at, Spokane to Seattle, I'd be there so quick. And it would take cost, like, way less than a plane flight. I don't want to like, get too much into conspiracies, but who's to say that there's not already a train system that kind of already <laughs> does that? And this one is underground. Yeah. Is what I, I mean, I that's, that's what the, that's what LA was trying to do. I think wasn't the a whole Elon thing. Yeah, they but were trying I to think build that. that was for like that was nah. That's I don't think it was a train though. I think it was just a tunnel for cars. I actually saw that's insane. the little tunnel thing. He actually has a little bit of it built. You take your Tesla up. The Tesla locks in place and it drives by itself through the tunnel. And he said these things can get up to like 150 miles an hour, just zooming. And then the tunnel's not big. It's not like a car tunnel, bro. Yeah. It is like literally a little dome over your car and you're just zooming through this little tube. And he was in one of the questions, like, how, like, what is to stop it from crashing into the car ahead of it? He was like, well, there's sensors and everything and it wouldn't let you do that. Like, if it got, it would. Yeah. Sense it, and it was just sold out automatically. Yeah. So you're holding a lot of trust in that aspect, but bro, you know how that LA traffic is, bro. It is brutal. If there, if it was only Teslas only, I think that would still open up a lot of space just for like people that don't have Teslas to move around. Just because if that well, thing is zipping through, like people are gonna do that. Well, and yeah, if it's like, and that's what I was saying, like if it's like a track where it's like you get on it and it goes a certain amount of mile an hour, track. like, and you just it just keeps people moving. So people don't stop and do their BS and slow everything I feel, down. I feel so sad for the first few hundred people that get stuck or some type of maintenance thing where the thing just stop your car just stops in the middle of this dark little tunnel. Oh god. Hundreds of feet underground. Just it's like getting stuck on a roller coaster hundred feet in just, the air. Just let me out. Just yeah. let me out and I'll just Run suffocate on. to death. Like I don't know. Because bro, that 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 would be that's my only concern is like Cool. Oh, if yeah. It's going to be a 15 minute ride through complete darkness and just a tunnel and you're going fast as hell. Cool. Yeah. As soon as you start to stop halfway through and now you're not going fast, that's where I got a problem, bro. It's ca- claustrophobic to the max. Oh, bro. And I, I've never even been that type of guy. Yeah. But I think the older I'm getting, the, the more shit starting to settle in on me. Like, I, yeah, I can't. <laughs> I never had a problem with that. I never had a problem with heights. Never, yeah. I never had a problem with roller coasters. 
I can't do all three of those things now in my older age. I'm with you. It's insane. It's the, bad. Bro, the last thing I saw, um, did you see the guy that built that underground bunker at his house? Did you see that on no. Instagram? Ooh, Adam Morrison? If, no, this is this is like end of the world. Like I'm talking here, I'll pull it up, but fifteen stories underground. Fifteen stories underground 15 has a pool. Yeah. It's fifteen stories or it's built fifteen stories underground. Uh, it goes fifteen stories underground. Oh my lord. It's like that little phone app of like the little zombie war games you find and the dude just builds underground and keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. Yeah, and, and it's like is. it's built for like a ton of people, which is crazy. Like I I don't understand how this guy slow yeah. maintenance. Or like how much he spent on this. Like where is this? Where, yeah, where is it going right this? now? You're never probably gonna use it, but is he using like an old nuke silo bomb shelter or something? I don't think so, but twenty million dollar fortified. It's a bot. Oh, he bought a missile silo in Kansas. Yeah, that's like that's exactly what that is. I was like, that's a missile silo. I was like, there's. Look at he's got a full pool. How do you maintenance all this? Like, oh, you're no. spending so much money just to keep the to do the construction and to keep all the upkeep of that, and you uh, might not ever use it. Does he yeah, live there, it. or is he have he has a separate home? He has a separate home. This that's, survival is it started yeah in this this missile silo. Look at that, and then he, he just took it and started building. Well, what what scared building? him? The missile, the Cuban missile crisis back in the eighties or some shit. Like <laughs> what? This by the time you're even done building this. Look at these. These are the rooms. There's like there's 15 floors of 12 single family homes. Oh my god! I would hate to be the family at the bottom. I mean, it's actually pretty nice. Like, it's nice as hell, but it's not <laughs> nice. Ground, Wait, like, go back up. Go back. Are these? Are the windows like LED <laughs> TVs to make it seem like you're outside and you're not 15 feet or 15 stories down? Gosh, talk about claustrophobia. Yeah, look at these windows. Like, what? I would feel like I'm being held captive. Yeah, they could just change all the, all the pictures. Look, he's got a movie theater. Told the business insiders that when North Korea conducts a test of its nuclear weapons or other significance, he experiences a surge in calls from interested buyers. Yeah. Oh, so the... The rich, he, crazy kooks all start he, calling well, him. Got yeah, it. He, so it's basically a survival condo. So he's selling them. Dude, fish tanks, what grows vegetables. <laughs> he thought oh, that was a grow up. for your vegetables. Yeah, it's a grow up. <laughs> <laughs> he has a whole... He has, my God, bro. What is this? He has a general store. He's got a grocery store. All that food's expired. So No, it's, that thing's last he forever. He has a medical a facility. I mean... And he's got classrooms. Oh, just because you can never get away from the SAT. He a has a seven. water park? <laughs> he's got water slide. It's a water slide. God. I mean, the, the, Bro, this is how my setup in GTA Online looks like. Rock climbing. I, the maintenance, though, for not use a dog park, the maintenance for this oh, is insane. Yeah. A gun range. Bro, this is exactly what my, my GTA Online looks like. Oh, he also has one of the fastest. They said it's high speed elevator. I remember. Yeah, I don't need that. We can get a slower one. Just. <laughs> and the crazy this? thing is, he probably has he probably has even a crazier like exit that no one else knows about. I don't even want to know. <laughs> nice arcade, bud. He, he could put a little more effort into the yeah. arcade. <laughs> the arcade could be a little more fun, man. Could be, like, you could get a little. This is not Red Robin. This is. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do a little better. But hey, man. Yeah, I don't know. That's wild.
That's insane. 15 stories. Oh, wow. $20 million. I'll just I'll just die in the apocalypse. Sorry. Yeah, just... Do you even want to be the people coming out of there? It's like, uh, it's going to be nothing. Just you. <laughs> That's like the last of us. No, thanks. Just let me get bit and get it over with. <laughs> All right, man. Well, it's good to catch up. We'll be back on a regular schedule, everybody. It's good to be back and chatting it up. And shout out to everybody I've seen on the road that's always said, hey, I enjoy your podcast. I enjoy your streams. That really you know, made me feel good. So shout out to you guys. We're really doing this for you guys. So I, I always get a bunch of people asking, like, yo, when this pop or when the podcast comes back, even people in Phoenix have been asking me about that. So awesome. this one's for you guys. Dedicate yep. to y'all. So and we'll be back. And then. We'll be back. We'll be doing this a little bit more regularly. So and if you want to sponsor our podcast, send us an email. We are yeah. open for sponsorships. You can have your name underneath it. Get that promotion. Yes, sir. All right, everybody. Peace. Good morning, good evening, good night. Yeah. Welcome to the show. What a wonderful delight. Uh. Yeah, Patsy and T-Rods. Better chop up on the mic. Just sit back, have a laugh, catch a vibe, and enjoy the ride. Yeah.